Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabunker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we're very pleased to welcome back to the podcast our friend and fellow Star Wars nerd, Chris Schiffman. Thanks for having me. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. And this is, of course, the morning after panel. We all saw the, <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. It is the morning after. You make do. it sound like we all had sex with mm, each other, well, Dan. Or it, it was the morning <laughs> after a big party. That's what I think. It was like the morning after a big going go to the, we're all hung over. We're right. hung over on Star Wars. I'm always tired the next day. How about you, Chris? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. We yeah. all saw the last Jedi. Yeah. I, I'm tired because I went to the late show that you bailed on. Yeah, and, I was hungry. Uh, <laughs> so I went to the 11 <laughs> o'clock show. and uh, I'm a growing boy, Dan. I need to eat. You might have noticed I don't have a lot of hair in my yeah, head. Yeah. I need nourishment. <laughs> so I um, I went to see it and uh, the late show, and I was up till at least 2.30 in the morning after oh. I drove home and everything. But uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, The Rise of Skywalker, it's out. We saw it. Uh, we're giving you our full... Spoiler-filled discussion on what we thought of it and uh, whatever so, comes to our mind. Let this be the warning. Oh, then. yeah, for let sure. Us, I mean, be, I, let I, this be the warning to all per- persons listening. We will be um, talking out of our ass for the next you don't hour want, You don't so. want to – honestly, why would you even listen to – you can always find a review online if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it and you're like, hmm, should I see it? Like, I don't think there's a lot of people out there who are, like, hemming and hawing about seeing this new Star Wars movie, so... Well, I noticed that um, one of the Star Wars podcasts I listened to did a spoiler-free review, and I was like, I'm not. I'm even not going to listen to that before I see it. Yeah. But then I looked at it, and I noticed the spoiler-free review is five minutes long, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that is not much of a review. We no. want we want to get it. We want to get into it. Um, before we begin, though, I'd like to talk a little bit about our theater going experience, as we often do. Uh, for for some people, like Kenton, this is like the only time you go to the theater. <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, uh, how is it for you? You went to the seven o'clock show, correct? Uh, yeah, and it's always a shit show on the on Star Wars Day, uh, and and really the 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 people who work at the theater don't give a shit. Like, let's just be honest. They don't care. They don't know what's happening. They gi- they give you dirty 3D glasses. How many times? Oh, my like, God. Like, why are they so filthy? Well, they, mine were coming straight out of the cleaner or whatever. The guy had to wait. The guy said, I have to wait for some more 3D glasses. And they had to, they brought a rack out, like a dishwasher rack of glasses out. And then he takes it, and then he wipes them off with a little... Um, I don't think they actually clean them. I think they wipe them with these wipes. I think they wipe their ass with well, them. Well, I'm like, because all the girl did, like, I think they take, you know that bin you throw them in at the end of yeah. the movie? They take yeah. that, yeah, they arrange Vaguely. them on a rack, <laughs> and then they wipe them off, and the guy's like, here, you can take more wipes if you want. I'm like, I'm good, thanks. But that's all they do. They don't actually clean these things in any way. Because you had the IMAX ones, right? Yes. Yeah. So I had the, the real 3D ones in the in the plastic uh, bag, so they were mine were clean. Right, at least yes. they have the illusion of being clean, yes, that, which I appreciate. <laughs> but they don't even at the IMAX one. There isn't even no. the illusion. No, and, like and 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 just be, before anybody thinks that I'm just the picky one, there's a big giant pile of returned ones that people had, were like, <laughs> "No, sorry." And as I handed mine back, the girl looked at me like, "Yeah, I know, they're terrible." Yeah, <laughs> like, um, she, like she was not surprised, and and she was just like, "Have at it, like go ahead, dig in." Like she didn't even <laughs> she didn't even facilitate the uh, the. Tra- Transfer of glasses, so did that's get, where it started. Did you guys get like the half hour of previews before the movie? It was the absolute worst thing I have ever seen in terms of bullshit before a movie at the IMAX. Uh, I agree it, to the point where the crowd was actually yeah. like groaning every time a new trailer. Come, they're like, "Oh, come on!" Like everybody was just tired of it. We had it pretty good at Saint Patel. 
I think there was maybe three trailers, and the only thing different was they interspersed commercials with the trailers. Oh. So it was like commercials, trailers, and then commercials, and then trailers, oh. huh. which I hadn't really seen before uh, in Winnipeg. So it wasn't too bad. I was After all the other Star Wars movies I've gone to, I expect 20 minutes of trailers and commercials, but this one wasn't too bad. So it sounds like uh, your IMAX theater was wow. the first place to go to. Let's just say, let's talk about how it started. It was a three, it was, a, it was 30 minutes though. It was a full 30 minutes yeah. of, of stuff before But the there was a 10 minute content marketing scene from a film that made me for at least a, a little bit think I went into the wrong theater. I did too. Did you, you didn't get that, Chris? No. Okay. It I, was, I, what was the movie called again? I don't remember. I am not going to re- I okay. remember, but I'm not going to say it the was fucking a, word it was because a, I hate that movie by well, definition. I was like, yeah, for a minute there, I'm like, they're just showing this scene. Oh. Like, whatever this is. It was long. It like, was, it was a long 10 scene. Minutes. Yeah. 10 and, minutes. I mean, was it a Disney movie? No, it no. was no, it was some, it's sort some of action, violent yeah. action movie. Um, and it's funny Russia, because- Russians and people in a theater. Yeah. It was. It, it kind of looked good, to be honest. I kind of like, oh, this looks like a pretty good movie, but I, I don't need to see the whole thing right now. I will avoid that movie <laughs> like the plague. And the guy, then, then after that, if that isn't bad enough, then they show more trailers. They showed Mulan and everyone groaned. And then they, then, yeah. they, then the, the screen goes blank and it's quiet in the theater. And then the Black Widow trailer comes up and everyone goes, oh. And the guy beside yeah. me says, fuck Disney. Like, <laughs> yeah. Show, and some, some guy in the theater yelled, show the trailer. And, I, and of course, I'm always happy to chime in with booze, which yeah. I did. <laughs> Boo. And, and I got a nice low, loud voice, so I let it. I let I let my displeasure be known to no one in particular. Uh, that's pretty funny. That no, was pretty good. We only had two Disney trailers oh. and maybe one other one, so it was okay. No, it was it more was, enjoyable. We were nice and calm, ready to. Like, oh no, the crowd the, the crowd was tense and angry yeah, by the time too. the film started. Yeah, me yeah. Too. and we saw the same. We were in the same theater, you and I, Dan. Not, oh, okay. not for the same showing, but they sh- clearly showed the same shit. Yes twice yeah okay and just to wrap up my part of the story i had about 15 tickets for that (laughs) first and so so uh in the end um three of those tickets i helped out there was three people sitting apart who i noticed who had come in and i said hey do you guys want to sit together because i got three seats together how how does that grab you and they're like that grabs us yes and i said well i'll give you the tickets and if you don't like it you can go back to the other seats that you've got and they went okay and then they went and they kind of looked around and they were like "Hmm." and they sat down and they tested the seats and they seemed comfortable so they stayed um then so my parents were in front of me i gave them two tickets uh and then we had two empty seats next to us which nobody took um uh, but then out of the blue Two girls partway into like 10 minutes into the film sit down next to my mom and start rocking on their chairs and chewing. And I know I own one of these seats. <laughs> so I did the only thing that you could do in that situation. I leaned over and went, these aren't your seats. I said to them and they're like, nope. Like, <laughs> and, and I went like, where are your seats? And they went, uh, there's somebody sitting in them. I was like, really? Let me see. Where are your seats? Let me see your ticket. And so she hands me her phone, believe it or not. She hands me her phone and I zoom in and they're like in the second row in the front section of the IMAX. I was like, yeah. Your seats are over there. And, and I empty? made them get up and go to their seats, which were empty for the rest of the movie. But I was like, no, I am not listening to them chewing. I'm not watching them rocking. I'm not listening to the bullshit. Like, I'm done with that. So, and that was the end of my seating fiasco. Oh, and Brett McGarry was sitting behind me. Oh, excellent. Yeah, uh, he popped into the station. I was working at CJOB. He popped yeah. in to record his review. And I said, not a word as he yeah. walked in. And he said, okay. And he went off and he did his thing. And then I... I left to the theater. I uh, I actually appreciated. Now I, I was kind of you know sad to be seeing the movie by myself, uh, but I did appreciate the buffer zone that I got. I was like there was three seats together, and I had one seat on each end that were empty, so I had like a nice little area to 
to watch the movie in. Get spread out. Yeah. Those are good. So once the movie got underway. <laughs> For your spread. Yes. <laughs> once the movie got underway, the crowd was in it. There was no issues with anybody chewing or yelling or anything or talking. Um, and yeah, it was very exciting to be in there again and have the, uh, the Star Wars logo come up and the crawl. And uh, I was very, very uh, excited once, once the movie got underway. Am I the only one who thought that after Disney acquired Fox... That we might get a little fanfare. I was hoping at that the beginning. They would, oh, it didn't even occur to me. Didn't there, even occur to me. We, and we also didn't get uh, the thing I love before the Mandalorian, which is a little. Oh, the new Star Wars treatment. Yeah, that's true. That might be just for TV. I think that might be for TV. Yeah, that's true. Is there a Marvel moment with all the characters? But I love that. Yeah, I I would not have complained if that was at the beginning. Okay. What did you think of the all caps usage in the in the crawl? Is that is that? I was going to ask if that's a normal thing. Do they always do that? Well, like character names. It's usually for uh, like ah. a body, like a you know the Galactic Empire or the New Order. Well, and here's this is the first time we had multiple characters were all caps, and it really bugged my wife. And, then you, <laughs> and also, when you look back, like yeah, you would start watching the old uh, crawls, and you're like, yeah, there's very any very little any caps, and they were very heavy on the boomer uh, text. Well, you know what? Uh, here's where I say, as usual, I'm in a panic. I'm in a fit of like I need to end the all the half an hour of bullshit beforehand. <laughs> had my mind tied in knots, and so when it, when it finally started rolling, I was like, "What's happened? What's going? Huh?" And and there's lots in that crawl. There is a like yeah. besides the cast. There's a whole movie in that crawl. Yes, I was like, "What? Who? Like, what's happening? Who? The and the dead speak." Dead speak. Uh, what's happening? And then uh, we're and then we jump right into it. And I thought there was so much there to comprehend that I it's a blur to me. It really it's, is it's a blur. It's a very different opening because yeah. usually what we do is we, we the crawl goes up, then it, all, it pans down. It's always it starts into in a space scene because the crawl is in front of stars. So we pan down to some ships, and then now we've seen them do in the past where they've cut immediately to a planet. They've done that before, but in this case they cut immediately to Kylo Ren and his and his troops just killing people, just massacring everybody. Seen from the trailer. Yeah, right from the trailer. So he's he's killing all these people. He's looking for this uh Sith Wayfinder thing, which we didn't know what that was at the time. Wayfinder, um, dagger, worm. I thought, it was, I thought it was a holocron. <laughs> to be honest, I thought it was a holocron when I saw it. But, um, Infinity but Gauntlet. It goes, how, how many MacGuffins do we need in a film, folks? How two. many? We need two. <laughs> well, yeah. So then, uh, and so we, and, but it becomes uh, like kind of a montage of him searching for this thing and searching for this planet. So it, it moves very quickly from that initial shot to. Way long, like time has passed. He's traveled through crazy stuff to get to the planet where the emperor is, and immediately, and it's and okay. So I forgive Lucasfilm for releasing that scene of like him meeting the emperor because that's like the first five minutes of the movie, which I thought was interesting. But oh, okay, well if they that's why they they put that out there because it's, there's no spoilers. It happens right away. He meets the emperor right away. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, I think that the the crawl and the opening scene are a big argument for uh, there was not much of a plan going into this trilogy. There you was think a, so? I don't think so. And I, in fact, I would say maybe the bigger argument is that Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams disagree on what this trilogy is about and, and, uh, and where it needed to go. I don't know if he disagreed or if they were just trying to cater to fans, the, the passionate vocal fans. Okay, this is the last one. Okay, we're going to try to make him happy and give him the answers that they wanted. Do you, I, I don't think there was a plan to put the Emperor at the, in the beginning. No. I don't think, you think there was, was a plan. going to be Snoke the whole time. I think so. Yeah, or it would just be Kylo Ren would be the main villain for the last film. 
and Colin Trevino's uh, script that wasn't cutting it was kind of scrapped, and they used some story elements from he's his still, script. He still got a credit. Yeah. I saw his name in the credit. credits. And then I guess they decided, oh, wait, we can – you know, use the emperor. Maybe he watched a YouTube video on Star Wars theories and it was like from five <laughs> years ago. I was like, all right, let's use this storyline. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, uh, elements from, I thought, um, uh, uh, like Star Wars literature that I've read over the years. There's no doubt about that in there. Okay. Like from um, the Timothy Zahn stuff. I think uh, there was definitely things in there. Like it's been so long since I've read those, but there were certainly things that rung a bell. I was going to ask about that because there's certainly some elements in this movie uh, that, um, and I don't want to get to it right away. I'll get to it later, but mm-hmm. so, some things in this movie that I'm sure they, I was wondering if they'd pulled it from the uh, extended universe or other things because they've done that in the past. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I remember the last uh, Jedi, the, the part where Luke projects himself across the galaxy to to be there in front of Kylo Ren, that's a thing they pulled from a previous book somewhere where there's that famous tweet of Ryan Johnson like pulling the book off the shelf and showing us here's a thing that existed before um but yeah we move into the uh the we, there's been some time passage between films here um I don't know maybe six months I don't I don't I know saw it was a year it was a year okay so a year so Ray's been training with Leia now when they I fir- love that stuff when they sh- first I show I love it Leia I have to admit that I've, I I mean my mind immediately started thinking okay how do they do this shot because I know that Carrie Fisher wasn't there for this so I started kind of deconstructing the scene almost. And then I kind of, after a few minutes of that, I just kind of chastised myself and said, screw it, let's just watch it. And I, I, I forgot about it. And once I forgot about it, I was okay with it. But at first there, I was like, okay, this is obviously something they had to work around because Carrie Fisher wasn't actually alive for this. So what did you guys think of that whole thing? I thought they fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Language it, warning. <laughs> it could have been very awkward using yeah. uh, deleted footage, uh, unused footage. From, from the last two movies, but they were able to pull it off. I was just, that was one of the uh, great things about the movies that they yeah. were able to have a true story for Princess or General Leia. And uh, although it, the. It didn't stick out too much. Like they were able to get to, you know, to the end of the movie. If you're talking to the Emperor, it's Princess. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. So, sorry, finish your thoughts. That's, that's it. It was just, I was just uh, mar- uh, marveled that they were able to pull it off uh, and do it so well. I, you know, I do, I myself have, you know, we'll do film, uh, record stuff for work and it's like, Hey, do we have any like footage that can might work that we, you know, from months ago that we could use for this new project? And you go back and you find it just so we can find, I, to be in that room when, you know, JJ's watching old footage, what his expression would have been like of like, Oh, we could use this or this works perfectly. And to write the dialogue. Yeah. They would have had to write it around what she actually said. Right. So they had to write responses mm-hmm. to. Uh, it, like they had to do it in reverse. It wasn't like uh, when Millhouse was, you know, being replaced on the Radioactive Man movie. <laughs> Up and at them. Um, so, oh no, what does he do? Jiminy Jilkers. What does he say? Jiminy Jilkers. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. And so then we see them uh, now. Ray's been training with Leia. Uh, I love that. I did I did uh, enjoy that that training course uh, because it's like. It's so like good. Luke training on Dagobah multiplied by 100. Like it's all the stuff that they did on Dagobah, but more so. Um, and I thought for a second there, I thought that drone was like being controlled, but I don't know what was going on there. They had the whole Kylo Ren thing was looking, Kylo Ren was looking at Vader's mask. Something was going on and the drone just kind of went crazy and, and started try, like, I thought it was really trying to kill her for a second. Uh, but I guess not. It was just on difficult level. You know something. what that is? That's your mind racing That's at right. the beginning yeah, of Star yeah. Wars. Like I said, it's the same for me. I don't think rationally or logically, and I missed a lot, I would say. I shouldn't say missed a lot. Like I know exactly what you're talking about, but I I, I uh, don't think I absorbed a lot of those details in the first 20 minutes okay. of the film. Um, and then uh, on the other side of things, we have Finn 
Poe and Chewie uh, going off to, and, and 3PO, I guess, going off to, uh, I guess, get some intel on oh, R2-D2 uh, from this guy uh, who, who lost his head. You quickly. really know how to tell a story there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you really can weave a tapestry. I'm trying to remember this. Um, um, but they, they go get some intel, and they find out there's a spy in the First Order, and they get some information about what they're doing, right? So they find out. Now, um, and they, but they've heard, like, there's a, at the beginning of the crawl, they tell us Palpatine has kind of announced his presence to the galaxy. Like, he's transmitted, I don't know what he said. Off but, camera. Yeah, but, I mean, that seems like a dumb move to me. I don't know why he would do that uh, and reveal himself to everybody instead of just kind of surprising everyone with all the ships that he's got. Let's just, you know, let's get, launch these ships without anybody knowing first and then announce their presence, you know? What do you think? Like yeah, it did seem kind of odd to like just you know start right away. Like the emperor's back; he's already like he's podcasting, and he's hyping up his return. He's trying, he's trying to build buzz and anticipation. And 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 let's uh, there's something else happening with the emperor. Let's just talk about it now. Uh, he is underground with an in a arena of fanboys. Yeah, he's at the Bell MTS Sith Temple <laughs> with uh with, with uh, I, at first I didn't. What, uh, uh, what, there's who are those guys? They're his fault. They're like a cult, they're <laughs> the followers. Cult. I guess, I would so how guess, how did he round them up? Maybe they were always around. And, I think, I, I, and I, he must have had some, you know, plans, like just like in the uh, extended universe, the Palpatine came back or some form of the Emperor. Uh, he must have, you know, over the course of. Uh, his uh, time as emperor must have had like you know I gotta do some life planning I gotta prepare <laughs> yes. if I pass away what's gonna happen you know I have to make some uh, contingency plans and I guess this cult was like okay we're gonna clone you and then slowly build over 30 years uh, a, a star fleet uh, a fleet of star destroyers that can destroy planets I like that they just kind of glossed over that. They're like, okay, yeah. now we have planets that blow up. We have now have ships that blow up planets, and yeah, that's the threat. They like, also had they also had like other Snoke's in test yes, tubes and stuff. And that was very quickly uh, established. <laughs> but but also it's zombie Palpatine, and yes. you and are how sure are we about this? Like, uh, and that might be something I missed. But is there any indication of how he? I well, they they, glo- they did gloss over it, but it's like. Uh, you know how he talked about back in back in episode three when he talks to Anakin about you know stopping death or reversing death. That's what he's talking about. These are the Sith secrets of of. So know, we don't know. We, they, we don't know, but I. But I, the, the machine is there, the, he's and on, he's, he's a he's zombie. On, yeah, he's on life support. He's got this giant yeah. thing sticking out. Life of his support back. or is that a some other thing? I like don't I thought know. it could be cloning. He's still charging. They're yeah, charging like, yeah, that's up. what I mean. Like it was very. Well, tough. I, I I get the feeling that um he's very he's in a weakened state. I think that is the problem here. He he's, can still act. He can still. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. He can still <laughs> choose scenery, but he's earning his paycheck. He um he the emperor's in a weakened state, which is why he's been laying low for thirty years. Um and he's waiting for I guess Ray to show up so he can. We'll get into that in a second in in a bit, but um but yeah, he's not able to kind of be as powerful as he once was, which is why he's not he's not. Uh, telling people about him um but yeah I, I don't know i didn't get the feeling that he was a clone i just because he's so frail and weak and kind of he's got the you know the uh the eyes something's wrong his with hands, his eyes his hands, his hands are, are all gro- gross up. and messed up um that's from the lightning i guess that's from too much lightning <laughs> um uh he's shooting too much lightning out of his he's fingers. a lightning addict yes that's right <laughs> so uh so that you know we have him and he's charged kylo ren with killing ray he says kill he flat out says killer right at the beginning and uh, Kylo Ren's like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try and get her. And, and we, I kind of figured, like, I think um, obviously Palpatine knew this as well, that 
Ren wasn't going to do that. He's going to try and get her on his side, and they'll both try and you know overthrow him and rule the galaxy together because that's what he wanted to do in the last movie. Um, and then yeah, what else? Where are we at? So they get that intel about the they get well, intel. They find out about it. And if we pause here, uh, there's lots of this movie that I like, but the stuff that I mostly don't like happens between. Like I like the beginning with Kylo going to see Palpatine, but then there's a lot of. There's a festival. I like there's the a, festival. There's Knights of Ren, and and we're, we've been starving for some Knights of Ren since for for whatever since many since years. Four years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been starving for them, and a whole lot, and 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 we got our first of many fake outs in the film, where uh, with Chewie. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's a lot happening there, uh, and I'm so happy to see Lando, but what. What do you guys think about that little I, I, passage? I like, I like that whole set. So the, you liked it? The, in, in, in true Rebel fashion, they, they concoct a plan in two seconds, uh, and they, we have to go. Like, what were they going to do when they got there? We must they, go to the Harvest Festival. No, no, we must go to the planet where Palpatine is. They're like, we yeah. have to find where Palpatine is. And it's like, what are, what are they going to do? Like, they didn't really go, have a plan. They're just like, we're going to find out where he is and go there. And, yeah, they have to go to the festival planet, which I thought was fun. I thought it was nice to see a little kind of a colorful kind of exhibition there. And the nice kind of conversation she has with the uh, the alien girl, and she doesn't have a last name, and that whole that whole thing. And, uh, and then we get clues as to, we start getting clues as to her past when they come across that ship. What's the name of the guy again? I don't. I'm forgetting all the names. But the guy who was like piloting that ship, she recognizes it as being the one that took her parents away. That whole thing, right? Yeah. You guys aren't saying anything. Well, it's because because we're in the part of the film where. Uh, they throw so much at you there. I, I um, I, you know, like I was really, all right, well, I was like trying is... to absorb all of it. Chris, what do, what do you think of that part? I thought it was fine. You got you bring back Lando, and then you and you. I like I, that. And then yeah, they kept on hinting. Okay, we're going to tell you who Ray's parents are, and you're just kind of dreading like, oh god, it's going to be like Han and Leia had a secret child, and then like kept her hidden. So you're just, so that was Kenton's you're, going through. You're waiting for like the worst case scenario because this is J.J. Abrams and the guy that wrote Justice League. So you're just like, oh, <laughs> you know. And then uh, then they reveal that it's Palpatine is the you know he's from the Palpatine family, and it's like I didn't really I wasn't happy about that. But I accepted it. And I was like, okay, like, like, the math works out, and but, but I would have preferred her just out. not yeah, having no well, connection. He's but. running around nailing women. Like what? Like well, what, what happened? Yeah, we don't we don't know that. We don't know who the <laughs> like, who is Palpatine married to. Is he married to anybody? Um, I, I got to say, is Palpatine. I, I was he had three wives on Coruscant. I, I was not expecting <laughs> he's like it. Giuliani. He's got three divorces. <laughs> one of them is his I told you on Alderaan <laughs> that I that I didn't want to be with you anymore. But I, I, one thing I'll say is that I didn't expect it. It was out of the out of the blue. It was like oh. Oh, okay. Like it was like, oh, that, that's a nice surprise. Revealed by Kylo Ren. Yeah. So, so and only because the Emperor told him, right? So he, Kylo Ren didn't really know what he was talking about before was kind of bullshit. But uh, I think this is a good time as any to talk about the the main issue I have with the film, which is this whole Jedi healing ability thing, which it kind of the whole plot is dependent on ties into the this week's well, Mandalorian. Now we know why they released the Mandalorian two days early. Well, that, to, that seems to be the only connection. Yes, right? yeah, it's to set the precedent two days before the movie's out that this is a thing. <laughs> because I don't know, this is what I'm talking about. Is this a thing? Was this ever mentioned before in Star Wars lore that Jedi could heal things? Well, not just heal things, but they can also bring people back pull to life, life or pull, pull the, the force, pull the life force out of people. I'm yeah. gonna pull the force right out of you, Chris Schiffman. <laughs> like it's like you can you can. I guess. I guess. I can, well, that's I, that's that's my issue. Like they, they kind of invented this this device for this movie, 
and we've never seen it well, before. But the device of I can have a lightsaber duel with you and not even be in the same place. That was cool. But yes. That that reaped dividends. Huge. I love that mm-hmm. stuff in this film. And set up in Last Jedi. That was one of the major great things that came out of Last Jedi and that pays off in this film. Like, like perfect. I, I have no issue with any of that stuff. I thought it, that stuff was solid gold. And I like that. I like that Kylo Ren and Rey could speak. Um, and then the element of danger that you can actually not just speak speak that way you can actually fight that way and you can see objects from the when objects gonna fall yeah they kind of transport into the other side yeah and they use that to their advantage later on in the film but yeah I think I, that's I, more that pays off more because it's set up in last jedi more than the healing stuff necessarily. yeah well I, I just i just feel like the healing stuff is something they came up with to you know to move it forward at the end um and they they said okay let's throw this into the into the mandalorian and they have baby yoda heal carl carl weathers in the mandalorian but yeah that's again i've never ever heard of that before i don't think is chris is that a thing have you ever heard that, of that? i don't know maybe in the uh, expanded universe yeah. at some point somebody used it but if the sith can you know bring people back to life or have that power uh why can't the jedi have a you know a healing power i guess well? i guess so. i guess it's, it's fine but i just wish that uh we'd had some sort of i mean well i mean it's tough because like you have to invent it at one point so you can't <laughs> george lucas wasn't you know like in, in empire strikes back so here are all 12 force powers that we have these are the only 12 so these are the only 12 <laughs> we can use so like every movie there's always a new yeah. uh, force power right. revealed well i play jedi academy on xbox <laughs> so i can tell you you can upgrade to and there's like 20 different things and probably Healing was one of them, probably. I, I, I just don't remember. But there was an entire grid, and you could choose light or dark side. And so you can only choke if you're dark side. And I feel like I think this supports your theory, Kenton, that they didn't have a plan going into this. Because this, if they were going to do this all along, you'd think they would have done something like this in The Force Awakens to show us that she could do it ahead of time or as opposed to like just throwing it in at the end of this one. I don't know. Potentially. I, I, I'm not as bothered by that stuff as some of the other stuff that doesn't pay off, right. I'll say. Well, let's move on yeah. then. Um, so she heals the worm. That's when we first see her do it. Uh, and then we find out that 3PO – this whole okay, so 3PO gets – Tons of screen time. I was happy um, for that. Uh, very great 3PO moments in this film. And uh, so he translates the and – and again, I was confused. I didn't know Sith was a language. I thought it was just a religion, but I guess they have their own language as well. So he translates the Sith from that dagger and then knows where the um, wayfinder way is, but he can't speak it out loud because he's – program to not translate evil languages i guess which is kind of an interesting thing so they have to kind of go and bypass his programming which i thought was a little that was fun that whole trip off to uh that planet was a fun fun adventure uh baba frick is my baba frick oh, babby babby frick and i can't you know, remember that my fa- he's my favorite new character oh he's so funny there's a lot of uh I, i'm not crazy about the alien design in general in the new trilogy uh the late or whatever the Current trilogy, uh, where where they kind of went it alone and they sort of abandoned the puppet look that Lucas, except, except for Baba Frick, he's, right. he's a full on puppet. Like that was great. But but I, I liked him and I like sort of his non sequiturs and uh, shows up later in the film in a amusing way. I like that. Yeah, he was good, good character, and I and I love the C three PO stuff. Uh, give that guy as much time in the spotlight as ever um, as the original. But, but there's another droid that maybe. 
Under, Once again, underused R two D two. He's a hero, like, guys. Like, come on. He's the hero. Uh, he's always been the hero, and he's uh, he had nothing heroic to do. With no, Freefield. they really they put a tarp on him. Yeah, in the first they one, did folks. not. They did not do anything with with R two D two. Yeah, he, um, I, there should have been a heroic moment. He replaces BB eight in in Poe's X wing at the end of it, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. I thought he should be in Luke's X wing. I guess he wasn't oh. with Ray. Well, I got but, I got pure chills to see Ray with Luke's helmet on cool. in them. Yeah. X-Wing, like, oh, I love that. Yeah. That uh, that was one of the moments in the film that I thought was just fantastic. Like, wow. Didn't, you know, I never thought they'd raise, they'd finally raise that X-Wing. So that, <laughs> so that paid off. Remember how we, uh, we, when we did our Last Jedi podcast, we're like, why show us the X-Wing if you're not going to raise it out of the water? Well, good. They I'm did. glad yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah. But was that the plan the whole time? I don't know. Probably not, Probably but not, I like that. they saw, okay, yeah. the X-Wing is still there. I guess yeah. uh, um, um, Luke knows he can park it there because he knows he can just raise it up out of the water whenever he wants. Like, that's just his good parking spot. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm, now I'm not losing track of where we are in the film because I'm kind of all over the place. Well, we're well, we're jumping kind of around, but... Uh, so then we find out who the spy is. They yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That was hilarious. I got to say, Hux as the spy. I, I, could see, I saw it like moments yeah. before it happened. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. I think that's intentional. I think we were supposed to figure out just a few seconds before it was revealed. Uh, because that was so funny. And, and Poe was like, I knew it. And, you know, it was just that's a great, great moment. Um, and the, yeah. I thought some of the stuff with the with our gang, with Finn and Poe and Ray leading up to that was stilted and not believable yeah but once we got there it picked up yeah. i really liked it the, at that point i felt yeah. like they're trying to duplicate the chemistry of of luke leia and han so and, hard to do but but they're and for a minute there it seemed like they were trying to do a han leia thing with poe and ray at the beginning they were arguing and my god are they like romantically i felt that they're trying to set up a romance there and of course minute. finn wanted to say something to ray which never pays off but we know what he wanted to say right chris mm-hmm I love you. That's what he was gonna say. What? Yeah. I thought Ray. I thought no, because I'm confused. What about Finn and Rose? Rose is uh, the R two D two of uh, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. And then what about Finn and that other girl that we meet when they get to Endor? They seem to have a thing going on. They're just they have a sh- share a common uh, you know history growing up. Like yeah. The same. I yeah. I, uh, my wife also thought like Finn would say, "I'm your family." So she doesn't, you know, if she feels alone that he would say, I'm, you know. I, I, it seems to me that Finn knew about her being a Palpatine and he was going to tell her that. Because he, no. he said Leia knew and he knew. They were sinking in the sand. He goes, there's something I want to tell you. You're a Palpatine. No. No, no way. <laughs> I, they've been hinting it for three movies that he has a crush on her. Yeah. I thought they were just good friends. Like he I immediately, didn't. like when he woke up in The Last Jedi, he yeah. wanted to see her. Right, right. Yes, that's true. Yeah, they, that's, that's the thing that they laid the groundwork for. And... Uh, I think there are some things that paid off in a heavy-handed way and some things that are not explained at all and there's different very there's different levels of success but I thought I'm happy that they didn't come back to what Finn was going to say. I'm glad because that would have been one more heaping of icing yeah. kind of thing on something already. They'll save that for the Disney Plus spin-off I'm sure they'll do. The, the uh, Finn and Poe uh, show. <laughs> It'll be an animated series. The Poe Show. Um, <laughs> so then they have to go. They they find out where the uh, the Wayfinder is. They have to go to Endor, which again we we guessed that based on the trailer showing the wreckage of the Death Star. So that was a fun little trip over to Endor. Um, it didn't look like Endor from 
the Return of the Jedi. It was not in the forest, I guess. They were on For, the, the forest moon of Endor. Right. Well, exactly. Sorry. Is that's that, right. Was it yeah. the same? Yeah. I, 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 like, oh, maybe it was that's, actually Endor. See, that's, yeah, it wasn't clear. I think it was yeah. Endor. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so Endor, they're on the planet. That was one of the rewind moments where right. I was like, what? What did he say? What? Sorry? <laughs> yep. And there's, there, and there's points too. Like, that was one of them. There's also points where it was like, my grandmother's mother told my uncle once that you need to. And I was like, well, sorry, who? What? Like, I, my mind was racing the whole time trying to put these pieces together. Yeah. So so Endor was one of those. Right. The planet right. of Endor. It's the actual planet, not the moon. So right. so we're not going where the Ewoks are. We're going to a different Yet. place where, yeah. But uh, so then they go and they see the wreckage of the Death Star. And they've got to get out there to uh, to get that thing. And I like that whole sequence. I was I was confused for a moment when Ray goes in there. And she sees herself. And this is where we see Dark Ray with the lightsaber and everything. And I thought that was the person was actually there. I didn't. Occurred to me that it was actually a force um, vision, but I guess it was right. There's no indication that we didn't see that that Ray. I thought it was a clone, like you were saying, Kenton. I thought it was a clone of Ray, and that she'd been trained in the dark side, and she was going to fight herself. But then that was gone, and she was fighting Kylo Ren. So, you know, not not the not the clone thing. We thought clones didn't really come up at all. Actually, a little bit, but not much. Maybe hinted at. Oh no! Yeah. Well, we saw Snoke in the. That's right. I mean, that's yeah. it. That's the Snoke's. only indication. <laughs> Of any kind of cloning going on was that we saw the yeah, snow. Why, why does he need like six snokes? Like, is he like well, just break in case. them? And they, well, one of the, the one the one he had was broken. He had a bashed in head, so yeah. I don't know what happened to that guy. Maybe they had a lifespan for the snokes aren't very long. Like, He's always swapping them in. If you had a bunch of snokes in a ba- back to tank, couldn't you then? Oh, I cut. I killed Snoke. I cut him in half. No, you didn't. Here I am again. Like that could have been a reveal too. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, yeah, if you had like a. Yeah. You know, Knights of Ren, and then also a group of uh, Snokes with Sith powers. That might sure. be, a, you know, a formidable uh, finale. Yeah. yeah. Um, this all leads into the final kind of duel between Rey and Kylo Ren, which I oh, loved. I think we met, we've missed some stuff, like the flashback of Luke and Leia training. Uh, was Luke, that at that point? I thought it was, or was that later? Um, kind of jumping around. <laughs> No, you're right. It was okay. So no, no, no. That's after actually. Yeah, no. When they went, when she the, leaves, the, the, she, sur- leaves, she takes the ship and leaves, and then oh, they get, right. we get that stuff. The surprise so, visit to Act Two. So we find like they fight, and it's a great scene. They're, like jumping all over. There's water, and there's all kinds of stuff happening. Um, and I thought it was really, really good. And I, I gotta say, Adam Driver is a real like his oh. performance is amazing in this. He is just a great actor. Um, and that character, I guess, I think is the, probably the most compelling character in this new trilogy, Kylo Ren, because he really is conflicted. You never felt that Darth Vader was really conflicted <laughs> in the original trilogy, right? <laughs> Although he was at the end. But you know what I really enjoyed in this movie, Ben Solo. Okay. When he came back, I was like, oh. Nice, like he, like that's the acting chops of Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah, uh, you could tell he was a different person, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So well done and believable, and uh, leading to uh, a massive cameo. Yeah, so so we go, uh, he, and so Ray takes off from there and leaves, takes his ship and leaves him behind. And I thought she was taking it to go to immediately go to where the Emperor was, but she does. She goes to Acto for some reason to die. She says, "Yeah, I'm gonna do what you did. I'm gonna come here to die." And she talks to Luke. Force, force goes to Luke. Um, Very happy to see uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, for sure. He's really good. Could have seen him more in this film. Yep. Could have seen him more. Wanted more. <laughs> you wanted more Mark oh, Hamill? Oh, he's so good. Um, well, we got Harrison Ford. We did. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. And then so we cut back to, uh, to Kylo Ren left alone on that, that uh, outcropping there by the, of the yeah. Death Star. And Harrison Ford comes by, back. And it was, very, it was a very nice moment. Oh. It was very, very cool. Gasps um, in the audience. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was very excited. And but it's clear that he was not a force ghost. 
it was just a vision that Kylo Ren was having, right? Yeah. Um, and and, was, and it, death, and uh, you lost a few pounds in death. Uh, <laughs> Look good. He looked good. He, he aged a little. Uh, aged his, a little I think his hair death. was his hair was a little bit longer as well. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was he kind just of flew a, in that day for the one day cameo. That's right. He he, he actually re, he actually replaced the gray T shirt, which yes. he, which he, which he wouldn't do in Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. But he um, th- it was a it was like a recreation of the scene in which Kylo Ren killed him because he does the thing with the lightsaber and says, "I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it." But this time it goes the other way, and he chooses to embrace the light and go back to the light. So very very cool way to do that. I I said it last episode of of, me, of Star Wars Nerds. I said that I suspected he would be redeemed, and he was, but not in the way that I thought it would happen. That was a, that was, that was a surprise, yeah. and the ultimate fate of Kylo Ren also was a surprise as well because I didn't expect that to happen either. So. Um, yeah, so then we go back to Acto, and Luke talks uh, Ray into continuing on and to fight, and then um, and so she does, and she gets the dealie mm. out of the dealie. <laughs> she gets the little triangle thing out of the wreckage of the uh, the uh, Kylo Ren's ship. And by the way, he must have m- multiple ships available to him because she like trashed it on that desert planet, right? She sliced through the wing of it, and then he just had another one ready to go. So he they, must have got lots of those. He's got, he's got a bunch. He's got a ton of those. So then, um, and then, yeah, they go to, um, oh, what happens next? This is all kind of a blur so in So then mind. Leia, like, she tried to uh, she oh, reach yes, Kylo that, and she passed That's away. right. Well, Leia dies. Okay, I totally forgot about that That was part. amazing. So what happened? But what happened there, do you think? Uh, I, I like it. I like the way they did it, but. Yeah, I think she just used her powers to. Go talk to him, and that was just you know too much. Same thing that happened with Luke. Yeah, just to use the force too much. And she and wasn't really strong enough, and so she could only uh, do it for a little bit. And so I'm getting the feeling the force is like a it's like a battery. It's like you if you run out, you die. If you use it too much at once, if you if you're the you don't what recharge. You're trying to do, yeah, you can die. Yeah. So that's what Kylo oh, Ren did at the end. And of course, duh! I forgot earlier in the film, uh, Ray, we got our first movie version of pulling the ship out of the sky that was cool which uh that's from the force unleashed video game okay yeah and then she shows and then we see the force lightning coming from her hand which is also a uh kind of an indication of her i guess palpatine's lightning powers although yoda had lightning powers as well to be honest like everyone at that level has lightning powers i think it's not a good or bad thing um i love that leia stuff so yeah leia Leia dies and that was your i I didn't think that was going to happen but but you did kenton so Good on you for predicting that, but I think yeah, that, but I, all my other predictions, but were not, but not, shit. not in the way again. We predicted some of this stuff, but not in the way that it happened. That's right. right. It all kind of happened in a different way, which is very, very cool. So she dies um, to basically take, that, and that was the impetus that brought Kylo Ren back, but brought Ben Solo back is is Leia. Seeing Leia at that moment, he was done. He was done being Kylo Ren. Right. That was yeah. it. So there was that, um, and then they they have to figure out. How, again, they throw together another plan, another haphazard plan to uh, to attack the. Uh, oh yeah, we haven't even mentioned yet the final order. This is what it's called now. <laughs> uh, what happened to the second order or the third order? Like, how many orders do there need to be? It goes right from first to final. Come on, guys. And then you have that one order that killed all the Jedi. Oh yes. It's the same reason they they don't stress the number of the film anymore. Well, I just I'm, I'm, why didn't we just call it the Empire? Why can't we just keep calling it the Empire? Was it all a big red herring, the First Order thing? To like again, I don't think they planned this out. But the red, well, the First Order was just the Empire essentially. It was just El- a, Palpatine was, takes credit for that too. Yes, right. to rebrand. The Empire's got a bad you know image, so they rebrand it. <laughs> Not according to that. Uh, or I might be thinking of the uh, Mandalorian. 
where the guy says everything. Oh yeah, Warner Herzog says everything that Empire touches is is awesome, right? Remember, he has a bit of a monologue there in the in the Mandalorian, but um, but yeah, so so um, they have to go off to this planet and uh, come up with a plan to prevent all the star destroyers from launching. Um, somehow, which just seems again very sketchy, not very clear. They have one clear target that they have to blow up, but then that gets switched around on them. So that was an interesting whole thing there. Uh, but I liked the sequence; it was a lot of fun. It was it was certainly I was enjoying it while I was watching it. It wasn't really Wait, sorry. Which sequence? Well, I'm talking about at the end there when they go after the the, the ships and they launch the the horses uh, on the on the surface of the star destroyer and all that. You other can stuff. breathe standing on the star. Well, they're in, they're in they're in atmosphere. They're, no, they're still in, on the planet. They're still oh, is in that atmosphere. The, is that yeah. what I yeah. I was very confused at yeah. that scene. And it, uh, it paid off really well when I saw that yeah. in the trailer. You're like, uh, how's that working out? And it did really good. Yeah, no, I like oh, that. Wait a sec. We skipped the Luke and Leia training scene. Okay, that and that was and that was during when they, she was on Acto. Right. And yeah, Luke and Leia training. Uh, I love that. Well, I, I liked it until they took their masks off. I, that, that didn't... Luke's I thought it was looked better. Good. Luke's, Leia Luke's, was yeah, really bad. Luke's looked you good. Thought Leia's so? did not. Yes, I oh, agree. I'm, like, hey, I'm the biggest hater of hope yes. from, uh, from Rogue One. Um, but I liked it. I did not... Uh, I was no. so excited to see. I thought that sequence, and with the blast shields down for most of the fight, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty damn cool. Well, that was that was what I liked about it. And then, uh, and again, Luke's wasn't too bad. Although I felt they kind of they took him back a little too far. Um, it looked like he almost looked like Luke from A New Hope, and yeah. and he should have looked like Luke from Return of the Jedi. Uh, but uh, Leia was, yeah, Leia wasn't as good. I thought. It was it was something that I certainly. She looked like uh, Leia in Boosh disguise. <laughs> <laughs> she did. That, that yes. may be where they got it. Yeah. So then, yeah, we find out that's when we find out that Leia gave up. Um, what was her vision again? Something about her son. Her path as a Jedi ends with the death of her son. That was her vision she had while they were training. So she decided to not be oh, a Jedi. Right. Not all about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That whole thing. And then we get her lightsaber. Ray gets her lightsaber, um, uh, which is also blue. We never did find out how Luke's lightsaber got into Maz Kanata's basement. That was something that they never revealed. That's a story for another time, another trilogy, Whatever. another decade. Whatever. Yeah, that uh, that was one of the threads that <laughs> somebody used. found it and somebody bought it. And it's Ma- not a big deal. Okay, it's not Ma- a big deal. Maz Kanata just stood around. <laughs> she didn't really have to. She much offered to. some. She was wisdom. doing commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she a little bit. Now here's what has to happen. Now Leia has to make the choice. She was yeah. She's a little bit like the narrator. Kind I think of thing. JJ and Drew. <laughs> she was letting uh, letting uh, what's his face from Lost know what was going on, or or uh, the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Between uh, <laughs> Force Awakens and. Uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. J.J. Abrams likes new characters. <laughs> yeah, well, he likes. He likes I think J.J. Abrams likes his actors that he's worked with before. Yeah. So that's why he brought. It was Charlie from Lost. Where, I just thought. I just Domino. Um, what's his name? Dominic Monaghan. That's right. the name of the actor. I was waiting for Phasma to walk through some flames yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I know. I was. Like, too, <laughs> I honestly thought. I thought at some point we were going to see her when they were captured on the uh, Star Destroyer. I absolutely thought that we were going to see could, that. I thought yeah. it could happen. Yeah, but. for sure. Um, yeah, so then they, I don't know, I know we're skipping over parts, we're jumping all over the place here. Yeah, but. because things are occurring to me, but as I say, like, it's a difficult film to remember the order that things come in. Yeah, well, plus we've only seen it once, right? Yeah, so we're yeah. we'll see it again, um, multiple times, but I'm trying to think of what else happened here before we move on to the final, kind of the final act. Um. The final act two. <laughs> well, there was, uh, Poe had his doubt, how are we going to... You know, win the war. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't. Oh. We don't have enough, so they send off uh, Chewie and Lando to to drum up reinforcements. Uh, okay, which was successful. Let's just pause there. Great to see Lando and Chewie together again. Oh, although we did, well, you know what Lando did not say? Chewbacca. 
<laughs> or whatever. Like, how does he say it again? Chewbacca. Like, he, he's got his own distinct way. Yeah. We didn't get that when he saw him again, but I thought that would have been nice. And the other thing is, uh, uh, Lando's droid is consciousness is loaded onto the Millennium Falcon, and there is zero uh, callback to the, to to that moment and I thought that was that's the missed opportunity in this film yeah. that the Leia hugging Chewie was in Force Awakens. Yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. I think that I mean obviously Lando interacts with the Falcon lots in the original trilogy and there's no mention of that because they hadn't decided that at that point, right? But there is an opportunity for them to say, hey, uh, what's her name again? I don't remember her name. It's because no one saw Solo, so <laughs> if they had that in there, no one oh, would get it. Oh, harsh. Hey, harsh. I like it's the truth. <laughs> so, Billy D. Williams did not see Solo. That's the, that's what yeah. that, that means. He heard about it though. Yeah. yeah. You realize somebody re- tweeted that Billy D. Williams' name is William Williams. That's is that, it? It's well, yeah, Billy. Billy is. Oh yeah, William B. Williams, SCTV, William. one of the great SCTV <laughs> characters. <laughs> All right, so we get into the final act here. It's uh, it was really cool. Um, uh, Ray gets to confront the Emperor. Um, and then, and then Kylo, I should start calling him Ben cause he was kind of Ben solo at this point follows up and he's, he's along there for the ride. He kind of follows her there in a TIE fighter. And I love that whole sequence. I was honestly, yeah. I thought for a moment there that she was going to go dark. Like I really did. I was not, I was just completely engrossed in the movie and I really did like, Oh my God, this is the only way to see what them. if, well, it was again, you're meant to feel that way. Right. And now from experience we know that it's not going to go that way but at the time i didn't think about it i was just so into the movie that i just oh my god she's going to go and then Ky- and she's going to fight kylo ren and then blah, blah blah and all that other stuff and that's not what happened i but thought I she thought needed great. the black uniform like uh luke had in uh, <laughs> jedi where to, that really i remember yeah. seeing the previews for that and going he's dressed in black yeah. oh no this is a bad sign uh, so, i so- i thought i thought they could have done they could have pushed it further than what they did they could have really made us they could have made that decision way harder so um we we learned the plan was to get her there all along that palpatine could see foresee that kylo ren was going to betray him and the plan was to get her there so he can inhabit her body he wants her to kill him so that he can take over her body and then be the empress empress palpatine of uh of uh the galaxy and i you know, I, I understand at the time it felt like it felt legitimate, but now I'm sitting there going, why Why can't you just clone a body and go into it? Like, I don't understand that kind of stuff. You know, we didn't. That was what happened in in, uh, in the extended universe. He cloned himself and then would transfer into those bodies. But that's not what's, what's happening here. He has to go into hers. And so then. Um, and let's be honest, Palpatine really isn't in the film a lot. He's not. No, no, no. And yeah, it's that, just he's there when he yeah. needs to be there. Similar to Return of the Jedi. Yep. He's there for, you know, beginning, middle and end. And yeah, he's, he's he's not in the original trilogy much at all. He's he's not in the first one at all. Barely in the second movie, and yeah, in only in the Return of the Jedi a little bit. It's the prequels that lay the table for right. uh, what he did. Yeah, and I don't know about the math working out there, Chris. I think that he is like old enough to be Anakin's father in the original in the prequels. Right. For him to have a granddaughter who is the approximate same age as his grand as Anakin's granddaughter means that he was like having kids into his sixties probably. Like, they're, you know, like, I don't know how old his son was or anything, but, that, but I don't know the math. What are we talking about, though? Him actually having sex and having yes. a child? Yes. Or no, but, but it's already been established that he could uh, manipulate midichlorians to, like, for, so uh, when Anakin was born. No, I think this has got to be, he had. Was that, or was that, did the Force do that? What I did that? I think the that? Force did that. I don't think that was anything having to do with the Emperor. I mean, he could have had a child in episode two. 
And Before, then, yeah, when he was still kind of like more Palpatine than Emperor, and then he probably met, had a wife. Yeah, and they, that child would be around the same age as Luke. And then this is thirty years after. Right. Okay. Jedi. Yeah, so I get. I get that. Yeah, it works out. So not not that far off, I guess, depending on the on the age of everybody. So, so Yoda got, had sex, and Palpatine. We don't know that had yet. Sex. We don't know that. Not Yoda with had each sex. other. No. We, yeah, we'll see. We'll see next I week hope. what's going to happen yeah. with Baby Yoda, <laughs> but um. So then, then uh, yeah, we get into the big final fight, and it was it was great. Like uh, that, uh, like you said, Kenton, that scene where um, Ben Solo takes on uh, the Knights oh. of Ren, and they pass the lightsaber to each other through the vision, which is super cool. And he kind of like perfect. There are little moments in that where, like Ben just goes, he just kind of does this little gesture, like okay, I'm ready. Like let's come at me, you know. And he like you could. Just amazing performance. I also liked uh, Ben Solo jumping onto the pillar and going, ouch. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Hey, Ben Solo. <laughs> he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, that's he's, funny. He's, uh, he's, he's like more of a regular guy than the uptight, insane Kylo Ren. I, I love that performance. He's just so much less stressed out. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> so I just love how he played that. I could have gone, I could have had way more Ben Solo in yeah. this film. Yeah, yeah just so sure. good. It was great. And then, uh, and then we get into the final battle, and very similar to a lot of other Star Wars battles, where they're fighting Tie Fighters, and they're you know going in and blasting things, and they have to get to the one thing at the the end that they have to all blast together. And then, um, and there's a, there's a genuine moment of despair there. And when 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 uh, Poe's like, nobody's coming, this is not going to happen. And then, boom, everybody shows up. I thought they could have pushed that further. What do you mean? I think the despair needed to be greater. I oh. think the I think I think it needed to we be. We should have lost a character at that point. Probably, right? Probably somebody needed to. We needed to raise the stakes there. It was a great shot of all the ships coming. Oh, that's fantastic! The goal of the fight, though, was unclear. Of that part was unclear. I thought. I thought they needed a. I needed a stronger focal point. Well, they, they, again, they, they, they just threw this plan together. We think if we shoot their guns, the whole ship is going to blow up. Like, that's basically what they say. Right. And they do that. And, you know, lucky lucky enough, they, they do blow up. But still. J- JJ's friend, uh, Greg, Greg. Oh, yeah. Greg Grumberg. He did die. He did right. die. That's right. the character you get. There we go. Snaps mm-hmm. Wexley died. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and by the way, I liked him in there. I sure, liked him in the worked. film. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, we got our first. We saw Wedge for one split one, second. Come on, disappointing. And he's on all he's doing is like, let's go, know. Lando. Like he doesn't. He even sounds like yeah. he's got a Brit. Like they didn't. They've got his British yeah. accent in it, not the guy who did his voice in the original film. I think they had to make some concessions. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. To get the actor to come back, he's like, I got to use my own voice. They're like, okay, fine. But so, they, I think but he, he sounds more like three PO. I than think he does that Wedge. dude needed to be in an X wing. I don't think they needed to give. Yeah, him an age, yeah. Why was he in an X wing? An age appropriate job. No. He needs a senior uh, ship. He he looks into the camera and goes, "It's a living." <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here for a sixty-five-year-old pimp. Oh man! So, so we, yeah. So I, I I liked at first. I thought, oh, and of course we had a John Williams cameo. That was cool. In the film, that was uh, cool. Very John Williams. Um, and at first I thought Wedge was Anthony Daniels. Yeah, minute. For, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They kind of look similar, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, looks kind of. But again, Anthony Daniels has like so many great moments. Three PO has so many great yeah. moments in this. Uh, what do you guys think of the new droid? The new little uh, the the worked baby talk droid. It wasn't annoying. Uh, I I did again. Don't th- see the need for more Unnecessary. droids. In this point, we've got enough droids. We don't need any more. More R two D two, less whatever that was. And I think we missed the big Dio, opportunity. Dio. I thought BB eight needed to blow himself up to to do something. <laughs> I, I thought he that. looks like a bomb. <laughs> 
But this is the movie where we just, where we realize he's a, not only he is he a bomb, but when he goes off, he wipes out the entire he did, fleet. He did, he did uh, damage get damaged at the beginning of the movie when Ray dropped a tree on him, so he, he got, took a little bit of damage there. But but we never got the sense of BB-8 being uh, Ray's best bud droid like uh, Luke and R2 were. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, because well, it's Poe, like Poe and BB-8 po are, yeah. are best friends. But but again, BB-8 was not with him. BB-8 uh. should have been in the X-wing with Poe. And R2-D2 should have been uh, with those other guys. Like, there was a little bit of mix-up there. I think they could have done a bit better job with that. We needed R2-D2 to reach his arm into some mysterious electronic yeah. at some point to but, then but, uh, make BB-8 something happen. BB-8 did that. BB-8, like, opened the hatch for them on the thing. Like, that's, again, that should have been R2-D2 doing that stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's been established he has, like, you know, his little rocket boosters. He could fly. Yeah. So, yeah. he could have been on, there, uh, on that ship. Yeah, for sure. But I, I, didn't, I didn't bother me. Okay. Well, again, as as I'm watching the more movie, more R two is just this stuff, always a good idea. This I stuff think. only occurs to me after the fact. Yeah, but at the time, I didn't have any problem with it. But yeah, I think I just think overall R two was underused as as is the trend with this. Maybe this we're series. just old. We're old men who uh, <laughs> you know who like the original trilogy. With the times, it's all about. So, well, that's right. Just, just and Baby Yoda. Yeah. And, and whoever BDO or DB Dio Dio Ronnie Ronnie James Dio. As a robot, that's what that is. BBDO ad agency is where <laughs> they built him. Yeah, and then we get the final in the final act. Uh, uh, Ray f- goes up against the Emperor, destroys him. She like completely like flays his skin from his bones. I've never seen anyone die more convincingly in a Star Wars movie uh, than that. <laughs> um, but you know, we thought he was dead before. Maybe he can come back. I don't think so. But you know, I thought that was quite. They're like, okay, he's really dead this time. We're gonna have her completely disintegrate him. So he's really dead. So yeah. there we have that as well. And that was kind of the big final push. And and, uh, and then she takes all of her, again, she expends the force so much. She dies. She dies, right? For sure. Yeah. She's dead. And then Kylo Ren comes back and he gives her his life force. And they share a kiss. What did you guys crowd, say? The crowd went crazy. Really? My crowd, like, my crowd was, I think my crowd was tired at that point because it was like <laughs> two in the morning. Oh, no. The crowd was, but they were like. They loved what? it. Well, yeah. well, all kinds, like confu- g- gasps and cheers and confusion. And I think was, they were just trolling the uh, angry fans uh, who hate that relationship, the, right. the shipping. So they're just like, okay, we're going to have them kiss just to piss off those they angry made, fans. They made Raylo happen for a split second, yeah. Yeah. and then and then Kylo, Ray, Kylo Ren dies. He, he fades away. Like no. that was He gave up too much of his life force to her and just— He became one of the force. Yeah. Okay, we heard, and and in that same thing, I thought the the one missed thing there was hey, the Force ghosts could we we've established yeah. they can let, let's lift let's let the Force ghosts lift him out of that pit. <laughs> I was like that would be so amazing, and I wanted him to see the Force ghost. I want uh, you know uh, we heard their vo- whose voices did we hear? Oh there? shit, we heard like, every we heard oh my um, Samuel Jackson's voice. Yeah, was I in heard there. that. I heard Qui Gon Jinn. Was Yoda in there? Yoda yeah. was in there for sure. Qui Gon Jinn um, was in there. Yeah. Okay. Obi Wan. Uh, Obi Wan was in yeah. there. I think almost every Jedi we've known at this point was in that. There were some from uh, Rebels. Yeah, they had to Who? be. Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. What? wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, like, I didn't, you I had totally to didn't go get through, that. Go through all those. Like, I'm sure someone's already put that on the internet where they kind of go through all the voices, but it was like pretty much every Jedi that we've had in the series at this point was part of that. So they were all in her, basically. All the Force Ghosts, they were there. We just didn't see them, is, is the kind of idea there. So I would have they, they, could, they couldn't pay for the, they only could pay for voice work. They couldn't pay for actual on air. <laughs> Come on. I'm sure they could. <laughs> 
I will say it is kind of a wasted opportunity that they didn't do an Anakin Force Ghost. I in thought any of these three movies. Yeah, he needed Hayden Christensen. No, I thought that was going to be at the end when we saw her back on Tatooine and we see Luke and Leia. I thought I thought they're going to show the whole family. Let's show let's show Han. Let's show Anakin. That let's show Yoda. Yeah. Let's show Ben. Good point. Let's show everybody. But you have a character who idolizes and worships Darth Vader, and then so, you know, you, and you've established that Force Ghost, and he is a Force Ghost. Uh, and you don't show up. I thought that was – he could have had a, a great scene between the two of them where they can kind of show off their acting chops and not have that George Lucas dialogue from, you know, the prequels. And Anakin Skywalker could be a you know, legit character and have some sort of uh, argument with Kylo Ren. Yeah. Anyway, that, that was just that, like that a sounds, You know what? That sounds like a great, great premise for a sitcom. Well, in the, <laughs> well, in the art of – the odd couple. In the art of Star Wars Force Awakens book, you see their initial concept was the Force is light and dark – and that Kylo Ren would be talking to like this flickering, almost like uh, the you know every time the light changed on Palpatine's face, his expression changed, kind of thing. And they had that sort of idea that it would sometimes the Forest Ghost would be good Anakin, and sometimes it would be bad Anakin, like yeah. almost. But that's almost like a Smeagol Gollum kind of yeah. idea. So maybe that's probably why they didn't do it. But I do think, like all along, we've heard about the Chosen One, right? And uh, you know, I think that's kind of been lost along the way, and and having that Hayden Christensen Anakin come back would fulfill the prophecy. I think if JJ really was making like as he said an end to the nine film series, they should have had Anakin in there. That would have been that A little would more, have been, yeah. They they what they did. We did we hear his voice? We heard, Pro- probably we heard yeah his voice. We heard Vader's was it voice. a new line or was it an old line? I think it was like Ray. Like they were giving the encouragement. At the yeah, end. when they were giving her yeah. the pep talk. Um, I mm. think that you know he ties it back to the first film, to A New Hope, when she goes back to Tatooine to his to Luke's house on Tatooine. But that doesn't bring it back to to Anakin Skywalker in the in like Episode One. You know they could have gone there. They could have gone to Anakin's house instead of uh, instead of Luke's house, kind of thing. So. Um, but yeah, I would have like I think Hayden Christensen. I, I was kind of opposed to the idea before, but now I, I feel like it should have been in there for sure. Um, anything else? What else do we want to say about this before we wrap things up? Well, we're gonna give it a rating, but before we do that, uh, I thought the highs were very high. Like I had tears in my eyes during some of the stuff. Like during um during seeing Ray in the X wing with that thing, I was like, oh, that's so good. Seeing the Leia stuff was just mind blowing. Seeing Han Solo was that Han, for me. Oh. That was a big like. I was like, kid, like that when you said that, I'm like, oh my god, it's beautiful Han. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Four. one more Han Solo. I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it again. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, a uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh my God! Like oh, so well, good. somewhere with his hair. His hair wasn't quite the same as it was. They didn't have the same hairdresser. In well, the you know, set. death is death is hard as these <laughs> characters show us when they show up as ghosts. You know, you just don't know what you're gonna see. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, my I, my favorite moment was when uh, Chewie got the medal presented to him. That was oh, funny. Oh I love man, that. I just I don't know. That was out of the blue. It surprised yeah. me. And I had just I watched all ten movies leading up to this one, so I just saw A New Hope recently, and that that bugged me when I watched it again that how how have they not given Chewie a medal and all the re-releases they've done on Blu-ray and Disney Plus they couldn't film a little insert they can with, add McClunky but they can't add yeah, a freaking medal to him um, so it was great to see him get that medal that was like <laughs> and of uh, course Maz has it how did she get the medal I don't know we're not going to find that that's out. a story for another movie <laughs> whatever Leia had it like they kind of yeah. oh, okay. had it right. earlier okay. and so it kind of redeems JJ he you know famously regrets having Chewie walk by Leia when Han had died in The Force's Awakens yeah. and then goes right to Rey so that so he kind of uh, makes up for that by having that chewy metal scene, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I would also say I loved, I give a 10 out of 10 to the Luke and Leia training scene. Like, 
basically what I'm coming around to is when the original trilogy stuff was involved, I was there. I was in. And I like I don't think there's any bad performances in the film. I don't think there's nothing that stood out to me there. But I think on the downside for me, it was JJ's pacing, some of the stuff that doesn't pay off, and the many fake outs in the film, like the Chewie's dead, Chewie's I was, alive. I was, you know, I thought I really Hux did is think, alive, Hux is dead. I really did think <laughs> Chewie was dead. And I thought, oh man, that would be a really, really impactful thing to happen. Like, I would never expect them to kill Chewie, but, you know, to have that be a fake out was a little disappointing. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Like, not that I didn't want Chewie to be dead, but no. it was, yeah. The, the but were, why go? Why even do that? Yeah. Why even why even make us think that he was in on that show? It kind show, of sows that doubt that Ray, like, oh, I am going to turn to the dark side. I, I yeah. shouldn't have these powers because I will hurt the people that I love. So I should go to this planet and just retire. Wouldn't it be more exciting, though, for all of us to think he's dead, including her? Like, then we see oh no he's alive before they discover he is wouldn't that be a more exciting thing to discover on altogether? yeah yeah but then they wouldn't go onto the ship to look for him and that kind of stuff so i don't know it's you know you wouldn't have that lando chewy you know moment yeah on falcon it was it was I, I agree about the fake outs it was a, it's a very jj thing to do to fake us out with that kind of stuff um i think the, yeah it, there, there were not a ton of lows for me in this film like i really enjoyed it i i really like when it was over i really liked it yeah. it's only in retrospect that i start picking it oh, apart yeah no film is perfect but I, I think that and i i didn't watch all all 10 movies but i did watch the force awakens and the last jedi this week leading up to it and i found that upon rewatching those there are moments in those films that i absolutely love like they're so good the whole trilogy is really good. Like, I, if you take it, I was worried the last Jedi was going to stand out as being the the weird one, and it is a little bit. But I still like it almost as much as I liked it the day I saw it. So overall, I think this is a great trilogy. It's you know, it's a great uh, end to the saga. I really hope they don't do anything else. I really don't want to see any oh, more. Oh come on, they're all alive. Know, what do you think is going to happen? No, I don't. I, they'll, I just, they'll do spinoff. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, think, yeah. I just want it to end there. I just want it to be over. And then, let's, well, the let's Luke, see. the Luke and Leia story is over. No, right? I, it's over. And Han we, Solo, it's over. But the three uh, main cast, I could definitely see them back in a different movie or, yeah. or in a Disney Plus show. Um, you got it. I do a think movie. that it'll be a movie. We talked at the beginning of this episode about how you said they didn't have a plan for the trilogy going forward. I think one thing they did have a planned out was that. Han was going to die in the first one. Luke was going to die in the second one. Leia was going to die in the third one. I think that was always the plan, and they didn't stray from that. Even when Carrie Fisher died and kind of gave them an opportunity to do that for real, they chose not to, and I actually kind of agree with that. I think it made, they made it work. Um, they did a great job incorporating Carrie Fisher into this film. And so, you know, that. but now, yeah, now the original team is gone, although uh, Chewie's still around. And and Lando, but even Chewie, played by the new actor, doesn't look the same. Like right. I even no, noticed when he yeah. when he was running, when he was, I was like, no, it's just not like it's 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 not. It Peter was weird Mayhew. seeing full body shots. He seems like yeah. he's gained weight. Chewie? I don't know why that. <laughs> I thought that. Older. Maybe maybe it was just the the maybe his the coat has never been shinier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just Taking felt his vitamins. like because yeah. he was very very skinny in the original films. But anyway, all right, let's yeah, go like, around and give it a rating. What do you guys think? Oh, do well. Do you want to summarize your thoughts? Oh, Chris? sure. Go ahead. Uh, sure. I think it, uh, yeah, the, it, they uh, stuck the landing. The landing gear is damaged, but they stuck the landing. <laughs> How damaged was it? Pretty damaged. <laughs> They're just going to take a day to fix. Okay. But overall, I yeah, enjoyed the film. It was a satisfying ending to the whole saga, to this even sequel trilogy. And uh, I'm very fortunate that I enjoyed it because, like, it seems every film, there's always angry Star Wars fans who don't like the movie and they're very upset and I'm very happy that I got to see all these three and uh, had a great time at the theater. Yeah, me too.
Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, there was a guy sitting uh, next to us, and uh, he was by himself. And when uh, he left, I said, how'd you like it? He was, it's okay. Oh. He said, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, and, we'll and see, already we'll the hate the, has started we'll see, today, yeah, I We'll noticed. talk about that in a future. I don't want to dwell on that right now. No, no, we'll, no, we'll, but, but, but I, I think it's worth noting that the hate has begun. Oh, and, and, I think, and I think that we will see it will deepen as we move forward. All right. I do think so. I think I do think there's things in this film that will be divisive mm-hmm. for I people. I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes rating was it's rotten. Is it today? That's weird. That's so what weird is it? to me. Is it like 58? 50 something. Okay, well, it's not. It's definitely better than that. Come oh, on. Oh, for sure. Yes, I saw that. I was like, I'm not going to look. But I did look, and I saw that it was 58. I'm like, that's quite low. Uh, I know, you know, it's Star Wars, but especially because uh, the other two uh, were 93, 91%. On Rotten Tomatoes. All right, so, so let's, do, let's do the rating. Yeah. And let's tell me where you... Now, there's no way we can rank this as, as the overall thing, because um, I really don't think anything's ever going to beat the original trilogy for us. But uh, what would you give it out of 10? Kenton, start with you. This is a very tough one. But to me, let me just set the table. For me, the highs were so high. There are so many 10 out of 10 moments in this film that just... And actually brought tears to my eyes, which I can't say... <laughs> That the other, I don't think The Force Awakens did, and I don't think Last Jedi did. I was excited to see Luke in The Last Jedi, but the the highs were indeed high in this film. There were some lows. It wasn't all gravy in this film. So I have to give it between (laughs) seven and a half or maybe eight. eight, I'd say eight on a good day. Seven and a half, if I really think there's some missed opportunities in that movie, which makes it hard to give it an A. Okay, I'm but, I give think, it an eight. but I think, but I, but I could give it an eight, a seven and a half on a bad day, an eight on a good day. I can't remember what I gave the other films, but um, I think we were all in the seven and eight territory. I got, I'm going to give this an eight and a half. I think that it, uh, the the lows are not as bad as the lows in the Last Jedi. The Canto bite. When I rewatched yeah. the Last Jedi, I skipped all Canto bite stuff. I did. <laughs> you should have watched it. It's there's nothing wrong with it. I watch it again. I'm like, how do people not like this? This is shorter than the pod race sequence, and it's not as annoying and juvenile. Okay, it's actually, um, Star Wars. It's a new planet, and it brings up some great points that are. Did you enjoy never, seeing? Never brought up another Star Wars. Did films. you enjoy DJ's return in the current film? <laughs> no, no, nobody did. No, because he wasn't in there. That's now, right. Now, uh, yeah. So I, I would say eight and a half. I think that it's of these three. I think I like this one the best of the of the new films. I like this one better than the other two, but the other two are still mm. good. Chris, would, what do you think? I would give it eight, eight out of ten. Uh, I'll have to give Last Jedi the edge. Uh, and this one might, I'd have to see it again. This one might fall below The Force Awakens. Oh. Uh, it was, I had a great time. Each film had its own kind of feel. The Force Awakens was that like nostalgia, that like we've seen, uh, you know, your favorites again, that kind of uh, adventure. And The Force, uh, The Last Jedi was the, you know, all the unexpected uh, twists and like this is not how Star Wars films usually go. And then the, this one was the finale. It was wrapping things up and it, it was just, uh, uh, you know, just a, kind of a bittersweet, just a nice wrap up of the whole trilogy and the whole saga. Uh, yeah. Kenton, what's your favorite out of the three new ones? God. Oh, man. Probably this one. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I did. I said that. It is this one. I'll have to rewatch it again. How many more times do you guys plan to see this movie? Yeah. I've seen it on Saturday at Landmark yeah. in those comfy recliners. Oh, nice. I, okay. had the, I was at the D-Box at St. Patel. Oh, how was the D-Box? It was, it was pretty good. Oh, I, yeah. yeah the did, does it shake during the previews? <laughs> it does not. Oh, oh actually, some trailers do. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I'm gonna go see it again with the kids this weekend, and then probably a third time at least in the theater. So, well, again, we'll, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I need to get my mind yeah. around some of these plot yeah. these plot points. Which I mean, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. My parents were sitting in front of me. Okay, so and I was like, "What are they getting out of this?" And at the end, they're like, "Hey, as a fan, did you understand what was going on?" <laughs> like, and that sort of said everything. And it was it was hard to follow for me. But uh, you know, admittedly, when I go see a new Star Wars film, my mind I'm just like so keyed up yeah. and ready to go that I don't ha- I can't take it in. Well, we'll take a break you know? over the holidays, and then we'll come back in the new year. And having seen it a few more times, continue the discussion about uh, this final Star Wars film in, in this uh, Skywalker saga. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much, Chris, for being on the uh, Thank show. Thank you, with Chris. Us. Thanks for Thanks having for me. Um, I'm. Uh, I messed up the end. <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the forest hit you in the ass. This is better work. That's no moon. <laughs>